Speechify is a product that reads for me. It is marvelous. Oh, it's free. I am Mike Weed and I have stroke, 2013. 37 years old. I can't write, and I can't read. And we met with Jillian Harpan he had a story. Oh coffee and beer I don't remember. Cheers! That's life, Frank Sinatra. Yes, we met at the gauntlet, right? Yes, yeah. Yes. Yeah, um, you were awesome. Thank you. Yeah, it was I a think, lot of fun. Yeah, I think I did the next ye- next year ne- next uh, the other uh, other year. Okay. And uh, that's me. I, I like uh, so I did it then, or maybe two years. I don't. Okay. Yeah. yeah. What is the Gaylord Gauntlet? Held entirely on the Gaylord Hospital campus, which features 400 acres of land in a rural Wallingford setting. It is a blend of wooded trail and open field running with natural and man-made obstacles. Mud will be used sparingly, but upper body strength will be featured in some obstacles including a rock wall climb and bind swings. Welcome to Gaylord. Gaylord Specialty Healthcare is a rehabilitation-focused, non-profit health system that provides inpatient and outpatient care for people at every point in their journey from illness or injury to maximum recovery. You what know. was your favorite obstacle? Um, uh, the rock. The rock. Oh, ooh, yeah, that was my nemesis. Yeah, because, uh, like, they, I didn't know if I could do it, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, my God. And then I did it, and they said, now I got to get down. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's no easy way down from there. <laughs> Jump. My favorite, I don't know if I know what my favorite is, but my least favorite was the first one where you had to army crawl through all the mud. Yeah. And they just kept spraying it with a hose so it was muddier and muddier. Uh, But I think um, I always go, uh, my son did it also, you know, always go watch and this maybe i'll go pod and uh oh that's a good idea yeah yeah interview some of the people as they come out of the finish line exactly exactly yeah i went the year after i competed in it i just went to go spectate okay um and it was with another patient of gaylord who was injured just a year ago before he competed um so it was great to cheer him on mm-hmm. and it's come full circle because now we work out together a lot at, cool. um, at Gaylord's adaptive fitness classes. Oh, that's awesome. Huh. Yeah, uh, where do they work out right there or? We work out at Gaylord's Cheshire Physical Therapy location. Uh. Um, They got a grant from Christopher and Dana Reeve Foundation Mm -hmm. to create an exercise program for people with spinal cord injuries after they get out of the hospital. Here, read this. We live in a time when the words impossible and unsolvable are no longer part of the scientific community's vocabulary. Christopher Reeve, actor and activist. We are very grateful to the Reeve Foundation for helping us make this concept a reality. 
free program should contact Levesque at clavesquegaylor.org. I didn't know that. That is a, that's uh, I'm right there in my, this like, I can walk to that. I have walked. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. I have walked, uh, bike and everything. So where are you? Where do you? I live in Weathersfield. About a 30 minute drive, yeah. but Gaylord's worth it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I listened to a few of the episodes. They're really great. You've got some really great guests on here so far. Yeah. Feel honored to be among them. So, uh, what about you? Like, uh, tell me, um, what, what happened? Sure. I'd love to. Um, so back in 2016, I was 23 years old, uh, two years out of college. And I went on vacation with my three best friends. Mm -hmm. And on one of the last afternoons of vacation, went inside from the pool um we were getting ready for dinner and i stepped outside to call one of my friends from home so standing on the balcony waiting for my friend to pick up her phone and i went to lean on the railing and tried to pick myself up to sit on it and as i did that i lost my balance and i fell backwards so i fell down three stories to the grass below and ended up landing straight on my back and fracturing several vertebrae. Yeah, it was a long, it was a a pretty tall fall. Um, Luckily, I don't remember any of the actual fall. I think my mind just kind of Hmm. let me block that part out so I didn't have to relive that over and over again. (laughs) Yeah, so that left me immediately completely paralyzed from below the chest down Um, but other than the fractured vertebrae and the fact that I was paralyzed I was able to get away with not a scratch on me really (laughs) yes no other broken bones um so the accident happened while I was in Mexico yeah that's got to be like what do you do there yeah it was a lot of phone calls, people trying to coordinate yeah. how to get me back to the States, how to get me home, hmm. where to find me in Mexico. So my dad ended up flying into Mexico and stayed with me, with my other friend who, who I was on vacation with. Okay. She's a nurse. So she came with me to the hospital, stayed by my side the whole time. Wow. Make, made sure they were taking great great care of me so happy she was there Hmm. and after about 30 hours in this mexican medical clinic i was finally able to fly to america to have surgery so like you're how did how does it sit like you're sitting like you what plane did you have like so i used I was flown in an air ambulance, okay. which I didn't know existed uh, until it, then. Yeah, and he, I think I thought in a movie or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yep, sounds about right. <laughs> um, so I was on a, I was on a stretcher the whole time. It was very, very small plane. It could only fit my dad, myself, and the medical team. Okay. Um, and I was flown to Miami. Okay. And went to Jackson Memorial Hospital, which was the closest trauma center to where I was in Mexico. Wow. 
I had surgery there and ended up staying for five weeks recovering and doing rehab Mm -hmm. there at their rehab hospital. And I was very fortunate once I got to Florida, I had so many friends and family members visit my five weeks there. So I was never alone. Um, My mom stayed with me those entire five weeks. Um, Wow. She'd walk back and forth from her hotel every day. Wow. Just trying to manage it all. Um, So we got through a lot of it together, made the most of it. And finally, after those five weeks, I was healthy enough to fly home to Connecticut, Mm -hmm. but wasn't ready to go quite home home yet. Yep. So, so my dad. So how many yeah. you you had like how long has it been since you're finally home? In the end, I was in the hospital for nine weeks. Yeah. Okay. After my injury. Yeah. Um, and I'm coming up on five years since it happened. Yeah. Now. Wow. Um, so it feels like very short amount of time but I feel like I've done so much and grown so much as a person Um, I was able to fly back to Connecticut and Mm -hmm. my dad had scoped out a bunch of the different rehab hospitals in the area and Mm -hmm. landed on Gaylord as being the the best choice Um, he just felt like it was home when he was there Mm -hmm. to visit and once I got flown to Gaylord. I it became home for me too, and it still is to this day. Yeah, cool. Um, cool. I worked with um, Tim Kilbride for my physical therapy, and oh. he was just so life changing. Me too. He's a good you know guy. Tim. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's a he's a good guy. I feel like I gained so much confidence at Gaylord working with him mm-hmm. that I really left Gaylord with more confidence than I had yeah, even got, before my injury. It's You gotta be, you, uh, competence, you know, you're, <laughs> you know, just, uh, I, I, thank you, you know, thank you for, li- so for hearing your voice, your posture, everything, you just, <laughs> you know, yeah, good, good. Thank you. So when I was first injured, I was worried because I had just bought myself a new car a month before I got hurt. And I was scared that I was going to have to get rid of it and get a van and drive the van around. Yeah. But um, I found out about hand controls and I got I was able to get just mechanical hand controls installed in the car I already had. And I had to go on the waiting list to learn how to use those hand controls. So after about a year, I was finally able to get the lessons I needed um, (laughs) and get those hand controls installed. And it was a total game changer for me. I can't because I imagine. Yeah, I felt like I was. 13 year old again asking my parents to drive me around everywhere and trying to coordinate rides from my friends oh cool um yeah so getting being able to drive and get that final piece of independence back Mm -hmm. was 
my favorite thing. I mean, I joked that I didn't miss drive, didn't miss walking yeah. as much as I missed driving. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So you like, uh, how do you do it? I, I don't know that uh, you got the chair. So yeah. So I yeah. So once I hop into the driver's seat, mm-hmm. um, the wheels pop off of my chair, so yep. I can just pop the wheels off toss them in my back seat behind my passenger's seat and then the top of my chair folds down and I just lift that in and putting on the put it in the passenger seat next to me wow so you gotta huh it took a long time to (laughs) learn how to do that there was I, I remember I spent several physical therapy yeah. sessions working on that, and I yeah. it took me like 15 minutes the first few times, and I was swearing up a storm. Yeah, I, I, exa- exactly. <laughs> it like, was so frustrating. Oh, and then you gotta put it out, put it back yeah, out. Yes, you yes. know, it's like okay, I gotta throw the thing in, and I gotta reach it. I, <laughs> yeah, but now I have it. It takes me maybe 30 seconds to do it. Nice. If it's nice. raining, I try to speed it up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Me, it's different. Like, uh, I, I, um, I didn't want to drive for like, uh, maybe, uh, six months or so. I just, uh, you know, and, uh, I got, I got two kids, three kids and a wife and all that. Anyway, um. Because because me it, it like um, I can't uh, math gone mm-hmm. and all the words you know the words are like left right straight it's like uh, like uh, New York let's go to New York oh e what's the letter oh my God you know like that so you know it's like but now it's if it wasn't for the phone. You know, that's a life for me, you know, like, okay, yep. you know, like put it in, boom, 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 boom. Okay. Let's go. You know, yeah, different. Right. But, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, huh? Technology has given us so much. Yeah. Um, for yep. like people with disabilities, so much accessibility. Um, yep. Could you? And people are able to live such full lives thanks to it. Exactly. I couldn't imagine what it must be for about 10 years now, 10 years ago. You know, oh my God, they would be stuck there. Oh, yeah. I can't, you know, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And another, it's, it's a good and bad part, um, but social media. Yeah. Um, it, it, I've, been put in touch with so many other people in the same situation I'm in. Exactly. Um, through social media, and I've made such incredible connections. And yep. Yep. Um, it's hard because a lot of spinal cord injuries happen to guys. Yeah, right. Um, right. It's it's like seventy percent male versus thirty percent of spinal cord injuries yeah. are female. Hmm. Um, and girls we deal with different problems than guys do and it's (laughs) hard it's it's so much better when you have someone to talk to who understands yeah and i found so much of that through connecting with other people 
across the world just through social media. I worked with the rec therapy department to just try out a bunch of different stuff, try out archery and um, hand cycling. And after I left Gaylord and went home and just was a regular person again, Mm -hmm. um, I was asked to do the Gaylord Gauntlet. Yep, Um, okay. And it was really special for me to do that because while I was a patient at Gaylord, the Gaylord Gauntlet happened while I was there. And I was able to leave my hospital room and go outside and watch other people compete in it for the first time. Um, Mm -hmm. And Tim came up to me afterwards, said, this is going to be you next year. And (laughs) I laughed in his face and said, you are nuts. Um, But little did I know we would be crossing the finish line together the following year. That's cool. Um, And it was so exciting because I knew early on in my injury that fitness was going to be really important for my recovery. Mm. Um, Just being able to lug my chair around and get it in another car, how to build up my muscle strength. I know. Um, And after I did the gauntlet, I felt like I could do anything. So I just signed up for everything else that the sports association had to offer. Um, and one of those things was a ski trip to ski sundown in New Hartford. Yep. Um, so I asked my best friend, who's a big skier, if she would come with me. And my dad and my sister came too. It was a whole big spectacle. Um, but, but I got to did you ski try be- out. Did you ski before? Oh. I did not yeah, ski regularly really? before. Really? Um, just a hand, I skied a handful of times growing up, um, but I wasn't a skier by any. I was, I was a big skier. Oh, you were? Yeah. Much so. (laughs) This kind of forces me to get outside and enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's gotta, it's, it's gotta be, you know, fun, you know. Me, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't race. I didn't, I just skied, just skied. That's me, anyway. Yeah, pure enjoyment. Exactly. exactly. A mono ski camp up in Maine last year. Wow, I never um, heard it. So I spent three days at Sunday River and two days at Sugarloaf. And I skied for like five hours a day. I was exhausted by the end of it. I can Um, imagine. But there was 30 other monoskiers there. And I was learning so much from watching them and talking with them. Yeah. And the coolest part is instead of just like regular ski instructors who were giving lessons to the beginner group, which obviously included me, Um, it was all taught by monoskiers themselves. So they really understood how our bodies work. Really? So, um, so one ski, right? One ski. Yeah, yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. I didn't, yeah. Yeah. So you're sitting in a plastic bucket. Yep. Seat, yep. they're called. And then there's a single ski attached underneath you. And then 
instead of regular ski poles. Um, they're a lot shorter and they're called outriggers and they have little skis on the bottom of them. So you can turn yeah, okay. using those outriggers. Helping you, right? Or are you? Yep. Off? So somebody, um, I'm skiing independently, but when I fall, oh, yeah. I have a an instructor who okay. helps get me back up. Yeah. <laughs> but okay. eventually I'll be able to get myself back up. I just have to get a little better at it first. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. I uh, tried stroke. I tried once uh, skiing. Uh-huh. And uh, me, my good leg, let's go. You know, let's go. My, my other leg. So like, uh, what about are you gonna uh, uh, skiing? What is that? <laughs> you know, and it's like yeah, just so sure. yeah, just uh, putting the ski on, putting the boot on. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like uh, uh, you, you know, okay, got the boot on. Okay, I'm I'm Mike, and I loved to ski. I really do, but it's not for me anymore. This was my mountain. I miss it. 830 J Peak Road, J Vermont 05859. J Peak poke around and make some moments of your own. The edge of the trail you're on is only a suggestion. Skiing here is all about getting off the beaten track. My kids do it now. It's not really the same anymore and I Yeah. Yeah. Find something else. I'm excited I may best friend moved out to Denver a couple of years ago and she goes skiing all the time and she says how many empty wheelchairs she sees at one of the mountains she goes to that's awesome (laughs) because there's so many mono skiers out there so I actually booked a trip at the end of March to go out there with her so I'm excited Colorado Winter Park may be a small mountain town, but we've been receiving some big accolades. Our latest achievement? Being crowned the number one ski resort in North America by USA Today readers for the second year in a row. So a lot of mountains who have, that have adaptive ski programs, mm-hmm. they have their own okay. mono skis that like if you get a, if you have a lesson with them, you would just use their skis. Yeah. Okay. Um because they're very expensive pieces of equipment, yeah. thousands and thousands of dollars. Yeah, that's what I'm, what I'm thinking, you know. Yeah. yeah. So I haven't committed. Of course, there's so many organizations out there who give grants for that yeah, right. exact type of thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm just not ready to decide which one I want, yeah. kind of. Do you, uh, I never, uh, do you uh, bike? I have a hand cycle and you, you I've done. It. So it's you. Oh, really? Huh. Yep. Yeah, it was gifted to me by um, a man named Tony who was involved with Achilles. I had signed up for, I joined Achilles about a year after my injury. Hmm. Um, my dad wanted to do the Cheshire 5K with me. Okay. Um, so he signed we both signed up. I oh my rode God. it in a hand cycle. That That's hard. I, <laughs> uh, do you have to like train for it? I do a lot of upper body working out. Yeah. To try to keep my arms and my shoulders strong. I think they gotta be. <laughs> yeah. 
those hills are killer sometimes. Yeah. Did you do it then? I, yeah. So about a, yeah, a year after wow. my injury, I, we just, we did the five k. Um, Good for you. And he was running next to me while I was biking. Yep. And we quickly realized that he couldn't keep up with me on the bike. Really. <laughs> so um, the next race we did together, he had he had a bike of his own. Oh, cool. Um, cool. So after I did a few races with Achilles, just rent like borrowing one of their hand cycles yeah, that they yeah. had, one of the members had his own hand cycle that he gifted to me. Cool. Um, which was so generous. And I've been able to do the Hartford half marathon a couple of times. Um, oh. And really just, I love riding it recreationally really I, along that. Yeah. Farmington Canal Trail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is interesting. I didn't didn't count out. I Googled what 1,000 days from my date of my injury would be. Wow. So it was, I think, a little, it was over, somewhere around, a little before three years. So I found out what the date was, and I put a little reminder in my the calendar of my phone okay yep to say like 1000 days with my spinal cord injury wow um so on friday that reminder popped up and the very next day i was moving into my own apartment no kidding so i was really proud of how much I'd accomplished over those past 1,000 days. That's amazing. This is very cool. This person said, well, I do a race out in Colorado, and I think you should sign up for it. Nice. It's 40 miles. It's an adventure race, which means you have a team of people, and that team is given a map and a compass. And wow. you just have to make your way through the mountains of Colorado. Good. <laughs> to these to these different checkpoints and just figure it out. They're um, like you're running or you, what do you it's do? It's not paved trail, so yeah. You are you're biking and hiking and whitewater rafting. There's five people on each team and three people are just regular able-bodied athletes. Okay. And there's one athlete who's in a wheelchair and uses a hand cycle. Yep, okay. And then there's another athlete who has some other disability, whether it's Hmm. a traumatic brain injury or an amputation or visual impairment. Wow. Um, That team just makes their way to these different checkpoints um, over a two-day period. And at night, everybody comes back to the campground and hangs out and has lots of food and just tells stories. Nice. And I've done it twice so far. Oh. And it's by far my favorite week of the year. Here's a statement. Adventure Team Challenge Colorado and Inclusive World T-E-A-M Program Info at World Team Sports.org. 
at times you have to really figure out if you're on the right track and you got to make sure your teammates behind you are still with you. It's a very collaborative effort. I mean, that's one of my favorite parts about this weekend, the, the relationships that, that you can create. I just feel so lucky to be amongst this high caliber group of people who who are so inspiring and inspire me to to watch these para athletes do what they do. It's extraordinary, and and when you see people come together and and, and work as a true team in the truest sense of the word, it's a uh, it's a remarkable experience. I, I'm so proud to be a part of this. What did you do next? Um, and I was able to go back and continue my job in finance with them after my injury, luckily. Mm. Um, they were so great and accommodating anything I needed. That's awesome. And then the time came for me to just start looking for something new. Okay. Just wanted to see what's out there. Mm -hmm. And I had this crazy goal. I Actually, the timing was interesting because I had just done the Gaylord Gauntlet and I had been doing a lot of like interviews and speaking with a lot of people about Gaylord and about adaptive sports in general. Hmm. And when all that was over, I, I really I found that I really missed it. I missed talking about that stuff. I missed being involved with that type, those type of people. Cool. So I wanted in some way to combine my background in finance with this whole new world of adaptive sports and other people with disabilities. Huh, really? So I opened Google and I just searched for financial analyst jobs in Connecticut. Huh. And the very first one that popped up was at New Motion. Huh. which is the company I got my wheelchair from, immediately had to apply and I ended up getting the position. Okay. Company, we have 140 or 150 different locations. Wow. But the finance and some of the other corporate headquarters are here in Connecticut. Really? We're in Rocky Hill. As a group over the past year or so and we're working on some great stuff together and it's really excited exciting to work for a company um that's that we have such a vested interest exactly in. here's the information of that call our national customer care center at 800-500-9150 you're just amazing yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much, Mike. I'm so happy that you reached out and been through something similar. Jillian Harpan, good people. Well, that's it. And uh, next time we'll do it again. 